Okay, so hello everybody, and uh, and welcome to the latest episode of Into Overtime, the student athlete podcast from Five Zero International Sports Recruitment. Uh, my name is Paul, uh, and clearly my previous hosting of earlier episodes must have been okay uh, because I've been invited back for this one. Uh, but today we're gonna we're gonna change gears a little bit, uh, and we're gonna focus on golf uh, generically and the collegiate game in the USA. So on today's podcast, uh, I have with me Cameron Heath and Steve Juro. Uh, Cameron is the golf consultant at Five Zero, uh, and both Cameron and Steve uh, were teammates in the Roberts Wesleyan University golf team in New York. So welcome to both of you. Uh, glad you could join me today. Yeah, of course. Thanks. And what we're going to try to do is have a, a little bit of a look into what it's like being part of a university golf team. So um, might be a little bit lighthearted. I'm sure there'll be some stories, Steve and, and Cameron, that you've got from uh, your time together. Uh, but before we get into that, perhaps um, if I could, what I would ask you both to do is share your kind of golfing history, how you've managed to, um, you know, how you ultimately ended up. Uh, in New York playing golf together. So, um, Cameron, perhaps I can start with you, if that's all right. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, my golfing background kind of started when I was about 13. Um, my nan got me some lessons for, I think it was Christmas. I'm pretty sure it was Christmas. It was every Christmas on my birthday. Um, I can't remember too much about that. But it started when I was about 13. Um, played it roughly up until about 16. Went to college in England at Maesco, um, spent two years there, graduated with an extended diploma in golf, then decided to come over to, to America. Um, my first year, I went to Eastern Wyoming College, which was a junior college in the middle of absolutely nowhere in Wyoming, um, right in the center of the country. Um, spent a year there, then transferred to Roberts Wesleyan, where I am now um, looking to graduate in may um and that's sort of a bit about my background obviously working with with five zero now um but yeah that's sort of a little brief background not not too much detail but that's that's about it and cameron what what made you decide to go to the states i know you're 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 at roberts now but what made you go to the states in the first place um well i mean i was kind of just wanted to get out of the country wanted to do something different um I mean, I, I didn't really want to go to university in England and, and study something that I didn't enjoy and that was sort of wholly educational-based. Um, I mean, I know sports in England at educational level isn't the greatest and it's not the biggest deal. So I kind of wanted to do something different. Um, coming over here, I kind of... I, I thought about doing it when I was sort of 14 um, and then it just it kind of just stuck in my head that that, that was what I was wanting to do, so... Um, kind of just did it my, my brother did it um, he enjoyed it so from learning from his experience it was kind of something that was a no-brainer really and that, that I just thought I'd take the plunge into doing okay and and you're in New York now but you said you you, you originally went to Wyoming so for yeah, yeah. listeners who who perhaps don't know American geography too well how does New York compare to Wyoming so Wyoming was very very different um, it was uh, it's, it's hard to, to put it into context of something like England, but I would guess if you're in the countryside and the closest 
city to you is about three hours away, but I mean, uh, I can't really imagine anywhere in, in England which is like that. Um, but yeah, if you're surrounded by like 3,000 people with within, I don't know, about five miles, and that's about it until about an hour away where there's about 30,000 and then three hours away is the big city. That, that's as close as I could put it um, in Wyoming. Uh, it's actually, I think, I'm pretty sure there's a, there's a fact that there's more cows than people in the whole state. So that obviously show, that obviously tells you a bit about Wyoming. Um, but yeah, it was middle of nowhere, something I was never really um, comfortable with, I guess you could say, because obviously coming from Manchester, which is a big city, was, um, was just completely different. But I mean, it was an experience. Um, then I transferred up um, up here to to Rochester, which is sort of closer to to, to Manchester, um, but it's still nowhere as big as the size. But it's it's a lot more similar than um, than it was in Wyoming. Yeah, so that is an interesting point because three hours away, uh, three hours gets you from Manchester to London uh, in England. So that's pretty yeah. much almost top to bottom of the country. Yeah, it was. Um, it, it, it was it was a, it was a travel um, and that was where I had to fly into so I think the first day I got there um, was because I, I got there I think I was the first one there on my first day um, and we sort of had to wait for all the athletes to come in so I was sitting in Denver airport for like four or five hours and then I think it was there's two basketballers I think I'm right in saying that were their flight was delayed so we didn't end up leaving the Denver airport until about nine o'clock, which didn't get us back into college until about about midnight, eleven o'clock. So it was it was a bit it was a bit different. Um but it was like I say it was an experience. So um so yeah it was it was all right. But now it's now it's a little more similar to home. Cool. Okay, thanks for that. So Steve, I'll I'll, I'll come to you. Obviously you're obviously American, so your journey to New York is uh, is no doubt shorter, but, but talk to me about your golfing background and how you ended up at Roberts. Yeah, so I, I'm originally here from Rochester. Um, I moved down to Charlotte uh, a few years ago in North Carolina, and I started off probably my first 14, 15 years playing baseball. And for people in the UK who don't know what baseball is, it's very similar to cricket. Um, but I was playing that for 14, 15 years, and then I decided to switch to golf because – I liked a little bit more of the individual aspect to it. And I just started playing with my dad a lot. And I decided that I wanted to play golf. And I knew the coach here at Roberts. So that's how I got in here. And that's pretty much it. Just just for, for reference purposes, baseball is nothing like cricket. It's a bit like rounders. It, but I mean, it's, it, it's, I thought, it's as close as, as, as you can get. That's about as close as it Yeah, can. it's as close as you can get. <laughs> yeah. I, Croquet, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you, you say you're originally from Charlotte, and you guys went to, um, I think I'm right in saying, the NBA All-Star Weekend. Was that last year in Charlotte? Yeah, so... That was it, the year before, wasn't it? Because well, uh, last, last year was Chicago. It was the year before yeah, that. Yeah, so it was two like, years uh, ago. 20, in fact, COVID, I just deleted 2020 from there. Uh, yeah, yeah, so that, that weekend, I don't think could have worked out any better because we had we had our spring trip that week. Right. Yeah, and it, it happened to be that the all-star game was during that week and it was in my home city. So my dad, uh, 
my dad pulled some strings and we got some tickets and that, that was a really cool. Yeah. We went to the rising stars game as well. Yeah, we went to- so went to a couple games. The only one that we went at was the three point and dunk contest. Yeah. Which is like, right. the, like the middle day. Yeah. And, so, and are you a big basketball fan, Steve? Um, not really an NBA fan as much. I like college basketball. Like college, college sports are pretty big here. Yeah, like March Madness is on right now, yeah. which is like the big college basketball thing. And it's everyone's sort of like overreacting because they're, because you have to like put like a bracket in to like say who's going to win. But there's been so many upsets this year that everyone's sort of crying because the brackets have failed. Yeah. But so, it, so what, so what, what was the All Star weekend like though? Because uh, am I right in thinking that were you either just above or just below Michael Jordan's box or something? Is that is that right? Have I yeah. Got- so the the story behind that is that my dad works at a company and they have like they own box seats for the Hornets games and it's right next to Michael Jordan's box. Right. So like on occasion he'll be there. And like you can see him, but he has his bodyguards all on the sides of the box. So like you can't really stare at him or like you'll be asked not to. And I remember this one lady, um, I think it was it was a couple of years ago in like November. I went to a game and she tried taking pictures of Michael Jordan from our box and they confiscated her phone. Wow. Like, yeah, he's serious about it. So and. The, the way he dresses as well, like, he does not want to be noticed. Like, he'll dress in, like, a $2 jacket, $3 jacket. Wow. Yeah, doesn't want to be noticed. But the whole the whole, uh, the whole week was an experience. Um, there were so many people there. Um, I actually remember there was one time where we were actually walking to the game. And uh, these, I don't know, I don't know who they were. But the, I, so I, I was walking down the street and I actually could, I, I made eye contact with these guys and I kind of just had a, had a feeling that they were going to come up to me and they did. And uh, I don't know what they were asking for because like they, they, they were sort of speaking to me and I was like, just like turn to sort of um, gauge what they were saying. But then Steve and uh, his dad were, were kept on walking and I obviously stopped because these guys were talking to me and I was like, what's going on here? So then Steve's dad just turned around and yanked me away from these guys. I don't know. I think they were asking for like a ticket or something like that. But, um, but that was one, I remember that was one of the, uh, the memories that sticks out just because of uh, what Pete's dad's, uh, Pete's dad's face. I uh, know Steve's dad's face. Um, yeah, he, he was actually yeah. the one who pulled you. He's like, get out of there. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I think they were sort of like sort of hustling for tickets or some, something like that. And obviously you could see that we were making our way towards the arena. Um, well, that was one of the memories that, that sticks out about that. Um, just because of sort of the face that that Pete pulled. Um, but I mean, it's not really linked to the to the All Star game as such. But that was one of the memories that, that sticks out. I'd, I have to say, I, I would love to go to a, an NBA game. Um, I'm not, I'm no basketball aficionado by any stretch of the imagination. The closest I got was um, actually supposed to go to Madison Square Garden to watch. Um, the Knicks versus the Jets. No, the Nets. The Knicks versus the Nets. It was. They were called the Jets at that time. No, no, no. It was Nick. It, it was. Um, they weren't no. called Brooklyn. They were called New Jersey. New Jersey Nets. They were called at the time. Oh, so I'm going yeah. back. I'm going back sort of twelve years or more. Um, and 
uh, we, were, we were in Manhattan at the time uh, and there was like record snowfall. It was like sort of four feet high. So <laughs> Jeez. actually couldn't get there. Uh, yeah. Which is a which is a real shame. But um, so what what other what other sort of pro sports do you follow, Steve? Um, I mean, I, I follow anywhere from golf, baseball, uh, NFL, our football. Um, so, so, so I, I watch Dodgers football too. Who's your NFL? Um, I'm a big Steelers fan. All right. Okay. Okay. So, so Cameron's a um, fan. Yeah, 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 yeah. I adopted that team. Yeah. So, 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 do you guys go watching? What was the nearest to you? Would it be Buffalo, presumably? Yeah. Yeah, the Bills. The game, yeah. Do you do you go uh, watch them? Have you been to a Bills game? I've been to a Bills game. Um, they're not the best to go to, I'd say. Uh, a lot of other better games to go to. I mean, I I went to one. Was it last? No, the week before, the season before last. Um, it was the Jacksonville game, Jacksonville and Buffalo, and it was, I think it was in the middle of the winter. I don't know. I think it was. I think it was sort of in the winter. It was absolutely freezing. Um, but like, because the game was at something like, I think it was like two p.m. and we got there at like nine a.m. and I was like, "What are we doing here?" Um, and they do all this sort of like. Um, I don't know what it's called, it's like tailgating, tailgating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe like a tailgate before the game. But I was just bored out of my head for that for that bit. I was like, can we just can we just get to the game or what? Um, but yeah, we got to the game and we were sitting. I think it was like the top the top tier. It was absolutely freezing, but um, I think they won. I think they won the game. There was a big brawl in, in the game, which was which is quite entertaining to see, obviously. But um, yeah, it was it was an experience and it was. So so cold, but it was all right. But I mean, you're starting to give the listeners an insight into your character, Cam, about your uh, tolerance of cold. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not, I'm not a cold weather person. I don't know why I'd pick New York, but I'm not a cold weather person. Right. Well, listen. Um, we could talk all, all day about all kind of other sports, but let's let's kind of um shift into the the sort of golf focus. So, um. Tell, tell me what it's like being part of a uh, a collegiate golf team in the states. Um, I mean, it's just, I guess it's just uh, the same as any other sport. It's just fun to be around your teammates and to spend time with them. Um, you get to know every single one of them, and I mean, you might not like a couple of your teammates, but for the most part, you're gonna like most of them, and. It's just kind of fun to be part of that process and being a student athlete and, you know, going to workouts every morning, uh, spending time with your coach and with your team outside of practice and especially going to practice every day. You know, you're working hard to try and get better, especially from a golf point of view. It's it's good to go practice every day and work on your game and work on really what you need. You need to work on, um, yeah. especially in my case, my ball striking. It's really bad. Yeah, but, but I mean, you, you spend you spend like every minute, not every minute, but more or less a lot of the day with each other every day, um, traveling, practicing, um, and even outside of golf, um, just studying and, and just hanging out. Um, but yeah, it, it, it's completely different to sort of what it's like, especially especially from my point of view, what it's like in, in the UK is 
it's very much an individual sport over there and you're very much on your own um, and stuff like that. Whereas over here, it's sort of team-based. I mean, they do do the individual side as well. Um, as, like when you go and play an event, your individual score counts and stuff, but it's very much team-based um, and sort of that team cohesion and ethos that you practice together, you work out together and it's sort of team first uh, mentality, which is, like I said, which is different um, to what I, like what, what I experienced in England where it's you don't really play team sports. Yeah. You might play for your county or play for like like Myers Gove um, on the odd occasion, but more times out of that, uh, not, it's, um, it's very much an individual sport, whereas over here it's, it's completely the opposite, really. And what about sort of accommodation? Because you two guys, I think, sort of share accommodation. But is that with the rest of the team or are you kind of split up? Because you're right, that, that sort of individual element of golf, you're never going to get totally away from. So how, how does how does that camaraderie get built? Is it by way of, of living together? Well, I guess it, yeah, sort of. I guess it depends on on the individual. A, lot of, a few of our teammates over, over the few years have, have lived at home. Um but most of them will live on campus. Um, and like I said, like what we're spending time, time together, you, you will live uh, with your teammates um, more often than not. Obviously, I've, I've lived with Steve now. Um, there's another one of our teammates that we live with as well. Um, but yeah, like, like I said, more, because obviously golf's a, a smaller sport and um, a smaller roster that you sort of, you can probably get to know them more. Um, as you'll start probably see them more, obviously with with like a, a soccer team or an American football team, that it's it's a bigger bigger roster, so you can't really sort of live with every single one of them, um, and you'll sort of get to know more than one person than you will another person. But with with the golf, like I say, it's 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 a lot smaller, so um, you can get to know more your teammates, and and yeah, we do live with um, with our with our teammates and stuff like that, but. There are some that, that do that do tend to live off campus just because they live locally. Yeah, and uh, especially my freshman year when Cam wasn't here, um, I think nine out of my ten teammates were on campus, and we spent pretty much every night together. So even after practice, I would go from my dorm over to the townhouse area on campus where some of my teammates lived, and we just – I'd spend the night there just kind of doing homework and hanging out with them. So it's another aspect of it. Like we got really close. I think you'll also find a lot of the, no, not, not our team, but a lot of the teams over here will sort of have golf houses um, where the, it's not compulsory, but you will be heavily advised to live with your teammates just so that, like we said before, that team cohesion sort of gels better. Um, and but I mean we don't have it here, but I know there are a few teams um, and a few, few schools out there that have sort of like golf houses off campus or maybe even on campus that you sort of are advised to live with them. And and, and on average, what what kind of size of roster? You say that it's obviously and, and understandably much smaller than like a soccer team, for example. So what what sort yeah. of size roster are you talking about? Uh, probably like I'd say nine to ten. Yeah, I think we've had a smallest roster I've ever seen is maybe eight. Yeah, I, normally it's going to be around. 10. Yeah, it will also depend on the sort of university as well. I know there's a lot of a lot of universities that, that will have more money um, that can afford to have bigger rosters. I know that I think there's a few schools, uh, especially down south, that have anywhere to like, up to like 30, 
30 players on their team. Um, but you, you, you tend to take um, about six players, six, yeah, yeah, so like, six players to each event. Um, so you've got to have more than, more than six, really. It's normally like top five he'll bring, the coach will bring to a tournament and then maybe a couple individuals. Okay. Um, depending on how much money the school has, so yeah, and how far away the competition is. Yeah. Well, so. Um, so yeah, it's it's um the, the roster sizes will will vary depending on the university, but from our experience, it's been around ten. Okay. So let's let, let's have a let's have a little bit of a, a look into your teammates just now, or, or even Cameron, maybe. Some of the answers to these questions might might refer better to previous teammates in in Wyoming. But um, who um, who would you say on your in, in your current roster is the biggest joker? Do you want to answer this one? <laughs> I mean, I guess there's probably a couple. Mate, he thinks it's he thinks it's him. I think I can be included in that. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it depends. I guess it depends on your sense of humour, but um, the, it's hard. Um, I mean, there's, there's, there's one instance which sticks out in my mind. Um, so we had like, a, like an Instagram, like a, like a sort of team Instagram. A lot of teams will, will, will have them sort of um instagram so you can post like whatever whatever you want updates and stuff like that um and i thought it would be a good idea um looking looking back now i still thought it was a quite a good idea but obviously can, can i just say whenever whenever you start a sentence with i <laughs> it would be a good idea it, <laughs> usually ends up demonstrating <laughs> i mean it, it, there was nothing bad about it but, and, and no one no one in the team thought it was bad but um, I will run through the story. So, we, so like we um, we wanted to sort of like introduce like the players to to whoever was following us. So we did like um, like a picture and then like a caption underneath it of, of like the, the player and then a little bit about him. And I just didn't. I thought it would be a bit bit better if we just sort of did it like a little bit of a joke and um, just didn't do the boring one of this is a player, this is where he's from, and this is what he's studying, all that sort of jazz. Um, so, uh, so we did we did like the player's name, and then we did just uh, something a bit funny about him. So, the one that the, that the school didn't like was I think it was was Tyler, um, where I put so I put his name and where he's from, and I put that he currently lives in his girlfriend's back pocket, and the school weren't having it. Um, <laughs> they, they, they they weren't having it. They thought it was inappropriate, which. Uh, it sort of might be inappropriate, but it's it's quite funny, and it's not. And he he, he didn't take offence to it either. No. Um, but yeah, they made us take it down, and um, coach, I'll give him that. That was really funny. Coach thought yeah. it was funny, and we just did a little bit of of everybody. Um, and we said that one of our one of our one of our other teammates just got a new girlfriend. Uh, this is this is back in the time. Got a girlfriend, um, and we said that. He's not engaged yet, but just wait, it won't be long. Which might not sound funny, but to us it was quite funny because because we knew who he was and we knew the sort of person he was. But yeah, the, the school didn't the school didn't like it and was forced to take it down. Which was, I mean, like I said before, it, it wasn't it was nothing bad. Well, it was just like a big it was just roast. A, yeah, it was just a bit of a joke. A big and, roast. Yeah. 
I, I think two things. First of all, humour is usually at somebody's expense. So yeah. on that basis, there's probably somebody somewhere that, that isn't entirely happy. Um, but probably also best if we move on to the next question just before school gets wind of this. and, uh, and just... <laughs> so, um, so at the risk of at the risk of digging anybody else out, um, golf maybe has a reputation for, um, shall we say, kind of questionable fashion. So who uh, who in the team is the biggest fashion victim? Right. 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 Without question. Right. Uh, Ray likes to think he lives in like the eighties. So he's got, he's got like, he'll have like a leather jacket on and he still, he still drives like a, it's like a 1940s uh, car. I can't remember, what's it's it called? called an Oldsmobile. Oldsmobile. And it, it like, it looks really yeah. old. <laughs> it's, it's a real old banger car. Um, but I mean, it, it, he loves it really, but he's sort of, he's a sort of person that will wear like, black loafers with like black socks and shorts and yeah just really bland but it's it's very down to the tea to be honest uh, but yeah it, it, it's not it's not modern in any sense of the word no. but that's that's yeah ray ray would be definitely have the worst fashion sense for sure Right, well, that, that, that seems Sorry, Ray, if you're listening <laughs> that seems fairly unanimous let's uh, let's move on to the next one then so um, who's got the shortest temper on the course? David? Probably me. I, I have to say, Steve, you, you're going some if it's shorter than Cameron's. <laughs> it's uh, it's pretty bad. Um, a few clubs have been yeah. broken. <laughs> his dad doesn't know. He's, he was playing a practice round and he, snapped, he threw his driver and snapped the shaft, which was like $300, and his dad doesn't even know. So sorry, Pete, if you're listening. Yeah. Yeah. Good thing he hasn't noticed yet. Yeah. It's been a couple of years. <laughs> All right, let's 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 move on to the, the, the final question, but it kind of comes in two parts. So this is the only people you're going to dig out now are, are each other. So um, you obviously have said that, that you guys share accommodation. Um, so what's each other's best traits and what's the thing that irritates you most about one another? Hmm. I get the things that irritate me about you come to mind more than one of them he definitely knows it's he he thinks he's such a great singer oh i am and no (laughs) and i hate it when i wake up in the morning i hear him humming and singing and it's it's horrible (laughs) don't have confidence confidence is key in it confidence doesn't make it sound any better Uh, (laughs) but that's definitely one of them um but you, you knew that yeah I'm, yeah i'm a good singer though don't, don't let don't i bring it up to him that. all the time that he's a horrible singer and he totally ignores so so what about the other way around then cam what oh, opportunity to irritating uh, trait um what irritates me what irritates me no what irritates me about you? um surely it's be something yeah there will be something yeah. uh it's quite hard. He's actually all right to live with. Um, what I always say to my wife is, if you have to think hard about it, it can't irritate you that much. Yeah, yeah, yeah true. Um, oh, uh, I actually don't know. I'll all take right. that as a compliment. Yeah, I, 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 would, I would definitely. It'll come back to me. 
I'll, I'll just I'll just interrupt you when uh when um um when it comes to me. But All right. well, well, look, it definitely will. We've got we've got one more thing uh, that that we like to do on all these these podcasts, which is a, a little bit of a quick fire round. Um, so I'm going to take there's about six seven questions. Uh, there's a couple of rules though that, that that you need to bear in mind. Okay, so um, you've got a choice of two answers and only two answers. So you can't decide that you want a third answer instead. So it's one or the other. You can't abstain. So there's there's no sort of oh, I'd rather not choose. Um, and you've got to answer pretty much immediately. As I say, it's a choice of two, so it doesn't shouldn't need lots of thought. All right. So um, these are all broadly golf related. Okay. So are you ready? Obviously, yeah. he's going to have to wait for the other one. So one of you get a, a little bit of thinking time. Um, so Cameron, I'll start with you with each of them, and then and then Steve. Um, well, okay. So question one. Yeah. Would you rather play Augusta or St Andrews? St Andrews, hands down. Hands down, home of golf can't beat it. Steve. Oh, may not. Uh, I I do Augusta, yeah. Augusta, okay. I, I almost played St Andrews, by the way, many years ago. Um, I stayed at the Old Course Hotel uh, on a on a company uh, a company do, and part of the deal was that we got to play the course. Um, it was it was late in the year, uh, so it was very cold. Uh, which I mean, Scotland's always called anyway, but um, and in the end, we were prevented from playing because we were told by the stewards that the ground was frozen and therefore the course was uh, wasn't playable. I think it might have something more to do with the fact that they'd realized how much alcohol had been consumed the evening before. And, <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's how close I got to playing St Andrews. All right, so question two, okay, would you describe yourself more as a Deshambo? Or Mickelson? DeChambeau. Try and smack it as hard as I can. I, uh, for me, Mickelson. Okay. So a bit of a genius around the green, yes, Steve? I try. Okay. <laughs> so then, so then I, I guess I probably know where, where, where this next answer is going to go. So do you generally go for it or choose to lay up? No. Go for it. Um, oh, uh, that's... <laughs> I don't have his lane, so I probably will normally lay up, but. Okay. All right, so when you practice, do you prefer the range or the putting green? Range. Range. Okay, point. <laughs> okay. I have to do the range because my ball striking is so bad, so. Okay, so listen, last, last three questions are a little bit more, a little bit more lighthearted, still kind of broadly golf related. So, uh, film-wise, Happy Gilmore or The Legend of Bagavance? Happy Gilmore. Happy Gilmore. Okay. From a commentary perspective, Rich Beam or Wayne Radar Riley? Uh, I know Rich Beam is, yeah, yeah I, so I'd probably go with Rich Beam. I'd probably go Radar. Okay. Yeah, so, so Wayne Riley's an ex-Australian pro golfer. He might not be as prevalent on US TV as, as he is over here, Steve, to be fair. Gotcha. And then finally, we're going to close on, on, on the same kind of fashion topic that we touched on before. You've got a choice of either plus fours or a flat cap. Flat cap. Flat cap. <laughs> That's a shame. <laughs> That's a shame. I, 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 think, uh, I think it would be interesting to see you guys in plus fours, to be honest. <laughs> 
No, it's like cap takes me back to Peaky Blinders. So it's like cap. Oh, plus fours, man. Oof. Well, was it who was it that wore plus fours? Was it Payne Stewart? That's going back a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The last one that I can remember wearing it. Ricky Fowler, Ricky Fowler, Fowler yeah, did Fowler. it during the US Open, I think, at Pinehurst. Did he? As well. Yeah, 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 a few years ago. Yeah, and did they look as bad as his elasticated long pants and high tops that he wore, which uh, was definitely mm. a mistake. There's up there. It's up yeah, there. Would, yeah, it's definitely up there. Guys, well, listen, we've pretty much come to an end. So um, I'm, I'm going to thank you both very much for your time. It's been really interesting to get a bit of an insight into golf and, and being part of a golf team in the States. Obviously, share a little bit of fun. I'm, I'm hoping that um, we haven't dug up any skeletons, Cameron, in terms of uh, offending people in your college. And, and Oh, well. Look <laughs> um, it over it. Uh, as I say, humour always offends somebody sooner or later. So... Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to say thanks again for your time. It's been it's been really enjoyable, um, and for the the listeners, uh, we will hopefully see you again on a future podcast. So thank you very much.